And I just hope that this information really helps you in your business. I hope it blesses you because there are a lot of businesses that fail and that don't make it past like the first three years because of a lack of capital, right? And oftentimes that's due to not understanding your pricing structure and just not paying yourself what you're worth, right? A lot of times business owners, especially if you're new, just starting off, you might be nervous to charge a particular amount for your product, but you have to make sure that if you're doing this, to be a profitable business, that you are just adhering to the baseline, bottom line truth of you have to make money in your business, okay? Yes, you're going to have losses, especially your first few years in business, depending on your industry. But most businesses, especially if you have to buy products in order to produce your products to sell to your audience, you might have a loss the first few years of business. But then after that, you should be able to catch up to where then things are not just even breaking even, just even breaking even, but they're not breaking even that you're actually making a profit over that. Okay. So let me just send this out and then we're going to dive on into it. All right, guys. And then if you have any questions, go ahead and leave it in the comments for me. I'm going to actually have my phone um, because that's where my notes are. So I will catch your comments after the fact. Um, and then I will try to go through them while we're here still on, on live. Otherwise, I will come back and answer them a different time. Okay. So I won't take up enough, um, a lot of your time. But again, I felt like this was really important. Because again, in business, if you are not making money, you have a hobby, okay? Like I said, yes, it's, it's expected to a certain time frame, but then after that, you really should have your pricing structure down to where you know that you're bringing home something um, that you can put into your pocket, go towards the lifestyle that you wanna use. And that brings me to why is pricing for profits even important, okay? Especially if you're doing your business or if you have your business for a full-time gig like if you're living off of your business if your lifestyle is dependent upon your business then of course right you can't pay the bills if, if you don't have money coming in and then the difference between revenue and profit but we'll get to that in in a different video okay but just know that there's a difference between revenue and profit so the first key element to pricing your products for profit is to know just what are your cost of ingredients? What is your cost of goods, right? Um, if you have a t-shirt company, how much is it costing you to produce that product for your client? So what do you have to buy? You have to buy t-shirts. You have to buy ink. I'm guessing if, if there are any type of like custom designs you might have to buy stencils right so what is it going to cost you to produce that item if you're in the baking industry like i am shots out to flav cray vegan cookie co right what do i need to have 
in order to create the products that I um, sell, right? I have to have the sugar, I have to have flour, I have to have vanilla and all of these different ingredients, which costs me. So unless you have like an online business to where, let's just say you're selling digital products, if you have like templates or ebooks or workbooks or things like that to where you don't have to pay anything to produce the product that you are sending to your audience, then naturally you're going to have a greater profit margin, right? Because if you're selling ebooks, every time somebody buys that ebook, you don't have to go and like spend any cost to print the book, to send it to them. If you have like a funnel going on, Basically, it's on automation, right? But even if you don't, if somebody orders a digital product from you, it's just merely a click of a few buttons and they have your product. So um, you have a much greater profit margin than those who have physical products, okay? So if you have a physical product, pay attention to what is your product costing you to produce for your audience, okay? The second key element is to know your labor costs, right? Just as you go into the store, any grocery store, any type of store, whatever, nobody is working for free, right? And I bet if you have a nine to five um, or even like a, you know, if you work for somebody else, I'm sure you're not working for free, right? So you have to put a value on your time. You have to calculate your labor costs, which is basically however much you feel like your time is worth, okay? There is no set formula to figure out how much you want to pay yourself. I want you to look at how many hours it takes you to um, complete or to produce a single unit, or maybe if you're working in batches like I typically do, how long does it take you to complete a, a batch of your product, right? And what is all involved, right? Um, you know, is it very labor intensive? Even if it takes a long time, are you working hard? Is it easy? Whatever it is that you feel like your time is worth, right? And there's, and like I said, the formulas set up when you start like hiring employees and things like that. And then you're trying to calculate the, the wage formula for those who you hire. That's when you get more into like a specific formula, which is basically like their hourly rate, um, and then you have to factor in any benefit costs, any taxes on those benefits. And it's a whole formula for if you hire somebody, what you're going to pay them. But for yourself, that's only up to what you decide that your um, time is worth, okay? The third element, guys, is to just know your industry market prices okay so if you know that let's just go back to the t-shirt i don't know why okay no no let's go to like if you sell body butters right or or something in the health and beauty industry if you know that a a unit of like this miracle cream if it typically if the average sale um in that industry let's say is 35 40 dollars and and i have no idea so i'm just throwing 
throwing that number out there, okay? So don't come for me like, oh, that's that's too um, high or, or that's too low. This is example. So if your miracle cream is like, let's just say $35, $40, and if that's what the audience of that industry is used to paying, not saying that if you price your products higher, then you won't get any sales, but it's just really important to know what it is that your audience is already used to doing, okay? Because it'll be easier to slide into the market and to um, get customers if you are aware and kind of falling in line with what is already the industry standard for your product and your business. Um, a key thing too on pricing guys is if you have an option to either price low or price higher, I personally, now this is my personal opinion, I personally would err on the higher side. Why? It's not always just to get more money, although yes, that's the it and byproduct, right? But people have a perceived value on cost, okay? So just think of Walmart. You're not going to go to Walmart to look for a high-end product, right? Most times you're not. You, But now if you go to like Dillard's or if you go to Saks Fifth Avenue or if you go to even like someplace like Nordstrom, you know that you're gonna get higher value. Why? Because the ticket price is higher, okay? Even though you might have like the bomb product, it's high quality, all that great stuff, hand-stitched, whatever, right? It's like your, um, you know, your signature, your signature like aspect of value. If, you, if your cost is too low, your audience is going to is going to perceive it as having less value. That's just one of those psychological factors of selling. Okay, so so just keep that in mind. Your fourth aspect or element of pricing for profits, guys, is so after you get your wholesale or after you get the cost of ingredients, right, or the cost of product, the cost of goods, as is typically um, stated and you know exactly how much it costs you to prepare this item, then you add your labor costs, okay? So you have the cost of your raw materials, you have whatever that cost was that you attributed to your time. Now to get the price of wholesale, if you're doing wholesale or if you're doing retail, you want to take that, that total and multiply it by at least two. Now, we know typically for wholesale, which is what I do, um, I do retail and I do wholesale, but for my baked goods, um, for my wholesale clients, I typically do just twice up, right? So I have my cost of ingredients, I have however much I'm paying myself, and then I times that by two, and then I divide that by the number of units that they are buying and then that is what their cost is um for my product but so now we know that even once you get past wholesale when you get into retail sometimes those markups are like two three hundred percent right so 
it's really up to going back to what is your ender your industry standard as far as pricing goes but you want to at least at least mark your item up twice times two um of what it is that it costs you otherwise if you are not paying attention to that cost and if you are not factoring in how much you're selling your item based upon how much it's costing you to create or to distribute then you are definitely losing money and your bottom line is going to reflect that okay um the last thing guys that we're going to talk about today as far as the elements needed to make sure that you are pricing for profit is make sure that you're adding your sales taxes okay um most home goods or not home goods but most um food items don't have taxes right um just most food like you're not charged tax on it but if you package your product if you put your cake um your pudding whatever it is if you package your food item in any type of container um then that container you need to to charge tax on why because at the end of the year or it depends on how you have your sales taxes um set up i have mine to pay quarterly okay so but whenever your sales and use taxes are due you're going to be charged for those um for taxes due on that item so again if you have a food item you don't necessarily um, have to charge taxes on the actual item, but any type of packaging or wrapping or anything that comes with it that is non-edible, you need to charge sales tax. And I know here in Texas, sales taxes are 8.25%, okay? Um, check with your state to see what your individual um, sales taxes are for your state. They do differ, um, but here in Texas, it's, it's 8.25, okay? So just keep that in mind because if you don't factor that in, at the end of the year or the quarter, when you're having to pay sales tax, if you have to pay it, um, then that's gonna come out of your bottom line. Um, and if you hadn't factored that in, it's gonna come out of your profits okay um so if you and of course if you don't have a food item um you know if you're selling anything else that is none edible you 100 percent sure need to be selling or um including your sales tax in your cost for your product otherwise that's going to eat up at your bottom line okay so just to recap guys really quickly the first element was know your cost of ingredients the second is know your labor costs. The third is to know your industry market standards for pricing. Um, and then the fourth is knowing how to mark up and marking up at least times two. Um, and then the fifth element was adding sales taxes to your cost. All right. So if you have any questions, guys, I'm